Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of the Seven Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph, and today I have with me some Airbnb host and super host to speak about the life of hosting. I'm a, my, uh, I myself have hosted in the past before, so this will be interesting. I'm going to be quiet and let them introduce themselves, and then we'll get into it. I'm Sheila uh, Cruz, and I am a super host with Airbnb. Where are you from? And, oh, okay. I'm from originally <laughs> the Bronx, New York. However, my Airbnb is in Brooklyn, New York. So Bronx. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> my name is Kathy. Um, I'm also an Airbnb host as well where are you from i'm originally from uh the dominican republic actually i was mm-hmm. born in dr came okay. to the states when i was five so i was mm-hmm. raised in maryland the dmv area so i've been here since then okay i just came from dr for my birthday i turned 30 last month so that was pretty dope <laughs> milestone Right. I got I try to travel every t- every chance I get, but that was definitely a, a great trip. Um so like how long have y'all been doing um, hosting? Um so I started back in 20 December 2019. Um and that was a little that was like the rough patch. That was me transitioning from Jacksonville, Florida, uh, back up here and yeah, I was like, I'm going to do something where I can basically not pay rent. And that's honestly how it's been since I started Airbnb. So 2019. Right before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started last July, July 2021. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> I started July 2021. So I haven't even reached a year yet. Okay. So you like, I would say you're new to it, but like you got your feet wet. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, um, it's been a process. I was, um, I was able to scale pretty quickly. So uh, I learned a lot in a very short amount of time, but I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. I feel like Airbnb is like a, a thing you learn as you go. Cause like you end up figuring out what like not to do when like a certain, um, a guest does something be like all right i'm not doing that again and then you end up changing the way you do things like a check-in process and all of that stuff so like how's been um how has it been for you guys um very happy you can start us off okay <laughs> um it's it's been good it's been good definitely has had some challenges but overall i think um what people need to know more than anything in order to be a good host you have to be in the hospitality business like you have to be hospitable and so um i feel like the wave right now is like people are getting into short-term rentals because it's like it's you know people want to make money but like Mm -hmm. outside of making the money it's a lot of communicating with people really being like hospitable really being able to sometimes be flexible or just you know really giving people a quality experience and i think that's where people get tripped up because if you're not that person, if that's not in you, like it's going to be difficult for you to do it for, you know, long-term or like to be able to do, you know, more than one property Um, because it is a lot of like managing and juggling different personalities, different people and still giving them all like a quality Mm -hmm. 
experience. Thanks. Yeah, I think I would definitely echo that. And I, I think it's like similar to like an Uber like ride, right? You know, you have some guests that want to talk. You have some guests that just want to get in the car and go. And I feel like um, with Airbnb, it also fluctuates like that because I have guests that just want to check in and I don't hear from them again and I get a five star. And then I have guests that want to ask me questions like where to go, who to meet, and they want a little bit more attention. Um, so I think it definitely varies, um, but I would echo, you have to be hospitable. You have to be, um, I, I, I'm happy that I'm extroverted because like, I just connect with guests, um, really well. And a lot of mine, I don't meet, but some I have met, um, and they're pretty dope people and great experience so far. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, I'm an introvert. But like you said, it's a hospitable um, field and you have to be a people person. Even even though I'm an introvert, I feel like I still connect with people good. And like that goes along with being able to feel people out, knowing what they like, whether they like to talk or whether they like to um, be um, like, don't want to answer any questions or anything. But like, um, like since I'm an introvert, I definitely made the check-in process as easy as possible where i don't see the person <laughs> like i have a lot i had a lockbox outside i gave him the instructions to open the lockbox where to go how to get there all that stuff so like 90 percent of the time i didn't even have to see the guest so um how's your you got you guys on check-in process like this the same i have um well for me um two of my properties are actually in houston so I don't even live in Houston. So I have to have contactless, um, you know, entry. Mm-hmm. And then one of, them, one of them is up here, but it's in Baltimore. And I live maybe like 30, 35 minutes away from Baltimore. And I'm not trying to be up there. I'm a school teacher by the day. I'm, I'm a school mm-hmm. teacher during the week. <laughs> so I got two kids. Like, I want to be as hands off as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of my entries are pretty much contactless. Like, I'm not really meeting any of my guests. I'll see them on the ring. They'll wave to me on the ring or whatever. Um, but I won't see any of them. Um, but just kind of like uh, what you all mentioned, uh, I just kind of flow with however the guest is flowing. Like if you're a talker, I'm a talk. If you're not a talker, I'm gonna leave you alone. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna flow however you flow, right? I'm gonna give mm-hmm. you whatever it is that you're you're Basically. looking to give. But there are some people who require a lot, and like especially for those short short stays, and that that really like gets to me. So I'm like, you only staying for one night. Just be, you know, just do what you mm-hmm. gotta do and go, yeah. you know. <laughs> but there's some people who are like that, like naturally, right? In life, there's people who are just very particular, just very like small detail. They just like every detail needs to be like completely spelled out. Even if you have given them the the, the most like detailed entry, they still want to call and be like, "Hey, did I do it like this?" And do it? you know, they just want you like to hold their hand <laughs> a little bit more. And so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I try as much as possible for all of mine are like contactless entry, like, you know, do your thing, do what you got to do, do, you know, handle your business, but it does not fail though. As mm-hmm. much as I change the details to make it even more specific, I'm like, I'm going to be even more specific so that they don't have to reach out to me. They still reach out to me. And so you just have to expect, <laughs> like, you still have to expect like, some people just some people are gonna need that. Other people can do the whole entire drop off, drop you know, drop pick up the key, drop off the key, and not ever 
ever reach out to you and other people like need it like you to go step by step again so you just gotta be flexible facts, facts. and I, that goes into um like um, i was saying like you learn as you go with each guest you learn something new like yeah i'm gonna change this to tweak it a little bit to make it a better experience so like my bad, Sheila. You good? Oh, good. Um, first of all, shout out to the educators. I'm an educator as well. Yay! I'm a third grade teacher and an ABA specialist. Yeah. I'm a fourth grade teacher, <laughs> Sheila. All right, we outside. <laughs> Literally, really soon we are. But um, back girl, there. not me, not uh, me. They uh, have me till June. Yeah, I don't got no kids. Um, but yeah definitely in the so I think one of the biggest differences is my Airbnb is also my apartment so um in the beginning I was very big on meeting my guests it was also fresh you know so I was new to it I want to see who's staying I want to see who they are excuse me but now it is I think 98 percent um self-check-in and I have my lockbox. Um, I have one that you're able to change the combination each time because of safety. Um, and that's a big thing because you just never know in this world. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it definitely works out and it's really easy flowing. I write like which door because I have like silver keys. So I put like a D on top of it so that I don't get those questions. Like which mm-hmm. key is it? Nope, it's the one with a D. It's a one yeah. with D. Um, but yeah, so pretty simplistic, the check-in process. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I did Airbnb, um, it was, I lived there as well. So like, like I said, I try to make it as much as possible where I don't see them, but eventually I, obviously I'm going to see them because I live there. I had a two bed, two bath and I had some interesting guests. Like I had one that he was a chef. He was just staying there for school and he would cook me dinner every night and he was really good. Like his food was like so good. Like, he was really good because he cooked. That's crazy. <laughs> his food was really good though. Like he he seared. He did like a steak where like he reverse seared it, and then like there was one where he like um put the steak in the iron cask um skillet and like put some like broth over it and like made like a gravy over it where like the gravy trapped in the heat inside the um the the gravy or whatever and like it cooked the steak in there and no it wasn't steak it was chicken it cooked the st- on the chicken and like the chicken became so like tender and it was so good like it was crazy i could i could talk about food all day but yeah that was crazy. you were you were his test <laughs> subject joseph you were his test subject you, you, you survived so he good hey i was eating everything like I, i'm not a picky eater but like he was like he did like this buffalo ranch um in this buffalo chicken ranch thing it was so good but anyways <laughs> um, i know you guys do like the the self-check-in right so like let's say how do you guys like monitor your own check-ins like i know when people book uh you could put like one or two guests um my, i myself i'm not i'm not even gonna lie i put one guest all the time and if i have to have a, a second guest i just bring them and I'm not sure how to um do you guys monitor that? Like I know the self-check-in, you don't meet the person. So like do you guys charge extra for an extra person? And then like how does that go for you guys? Yeah, um I charge twenty dollars after each additional um person after two people. So I definitely monitor, I allow up to 10 people because like often I 
because my living room is so spacious, I get a lot of like birthday parties or um, Friendsgivings and stuff like that. So, and that has been so lucrative. So definitely Mm -hmm. plug in on that if you want to think about Airbnb. Um, And then, so I charge $20 per additional person. And what I have is I have a camera so I can see who's coming in and out um, and monitor that way. And I think that's a great investment. Amazon, it was about $56. Mm -hmm. That's investment because you see who's coming in regardless. Um, And yeah, somebody, I've never had a guest like, not say like two guests and try to bring like eight guests but Mm -hmm. if they did you can also monitor that so but i definitely charge extra (laughs) Mm -hmm. for me it depends um it depends uh because it seems so let me just be very honest because some so some of my units are in houston and houston has become like the new destination for you know black people Mm -hmm. it's like the new atlanta and so a lot of (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people travel into Houston and you know I try not to be nosy I try not to like look at my camera unless it's like going off like if it's going off I'm like okay how many times you gonna enter and leave the apartment right because it's only going off if it's a lot of whole bunch of movement so if it's going off sometimes I'll see like somebody has picked up somebody I'm like oh it's about to be one of those nights and I could charge (laughs) you right because you're having somebody sleep over who was not on the original reservation Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I feel like she's like, you're very generous. Cause I start, I charge 50 to $75 after the person who's not, if you're not on the reservation, I can charge you a whole night, a whole, the whole night stay. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sure. uh, so, it just, <laughs> so it really, it depends. Um, and really like for me, it depends on the, the, the level of communication I've had with the person. You know what I mean? Because there's some people who will be very honest with you. Like, hey, I have a friend who I know in town that's going to come. They're going to chill for a little bit, but they're not going to stay. You know, like there's the people who would just let you know what's going on. Um, but other people like this this one girl had her whole like entire like Hispanic family come. And I, I was like, wait a minute, where are these people going? Like, <laughs> it was like my like, grandmother was there, like an auntie. It was like a whole bunch of them. It was during the rodeo time. It was during uh, Houston's rodeo. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she booked it for three adults, but it was like four additional adults. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to make sure I'm charging you seventy five dollars per adult who was not on the original reservation. Mm-hmm. Even if but- I can, even if my place can hold seven people, because mm-hmm. you did not give me that, like, you didn't even tell me you were going to bring this many people. So at this point, I can charge you for each person that you is not on your original reservation. Were they able to pay that extra money? Oh yeah, I just put it right through the um the the little Airbnb uh, requesting and put uh-huh. why these people were like they were not on the original reservation it's part of my house rules anybody who's not on the original reservation can be charged 50 to 75 dollars yeah do you guys ever get worried about your your reviews but like charging extra like last minute you wait until they give you a review first (laughs) (laughs) you could do that you could do that you could charge extra after the review okay yeah you haven't you haven't closed it out yet you haven't okay. done your review. Once you do, once you do your review, it's, it's done, right? So I usually try to wait anyway to do my review until after my cleaner has kind of like given me a rundown of how they left mm-hmm. the condition of the property. Because what I don't want is anybody to become like irate in my property, yeah. right? 
Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want you to mess up my stuff or steal my stuff. <laughs> so right. mm-hmm. I, I'll I'll be real chill and like this mental note, like, okay, I'll send them a message like, please be mindful that anybody who's not staying on the original reservation can't sleep over. Boom. That's my mm-hmm. warning. So if they said like nobody said nothing to them, like I can have that proof that like I said, hey, in my yeah. house rules, it says blah, 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 blah. But then I'll chill. Like I won't, I won't say anything else. But yeah. when my cleaner comes back and gives me the rundown, like, oh, it's good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, please make sure to leave a review. And they leave my review. Yeah. And I think it's so important, honestly, Kathy, because I'm thinking about, like, honestly, with Airbnb support, you want to track everything. That is a big, 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 especially when you're trying to get money or request money. If you have the Carfax, then you're good. But if you don't, there might be some push and pull, especially if the mm-hmm. guest is not compliant. So definitely just saving yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, documentation. Put it in your house rules. Make sure you give them a warning, and just yeah, for sure. Because like, and do it on people, the platform too. Do it on the platform because a lot of times people oh, want yeah. to carry conversations outside of the platform. <laughs> but those type of conversations, I'm gonna have right in the platform. I'm gonna have oh, yeah. right in the platform. You, you gotta, you gotta Johnny Depp them. Have the proof right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, some people honestly, some people don't even read the house rules and. Like me, sometimes I skip over the house rules because I just want to stay there. And um, there be some things I miss. And then I'll be upset that I didn't read it. So that's my fault. <laughs> but Yeah, the house rules. I've seen some crazy house rules. Like mm-hmm. there, there are hosts that are very, very strict. And like, respect, you can be as strict as you want to be. It's your property. But yeah. then like, as the consumer, right? I don't have to stay there. What yeah. What happens though is when you do have people who don't, read the house rules or who don't really take time to really figure out whose property they're about to stay with or who what kind of people they are what kind of host they are then they come in and you know the host has a whole bunch of rules and now you're getting upset but it's like it's it's in their rules whenever you whenever you book you you agreed it's like you know what i mean you agreed to their rules so you gotta kind of like do as they say right and so i try not to like be too crazy but there are some I don't, I don't, I don't rent to to kids to people under twenty five. That's <laughs> a kid. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I try not. I try not to rent to a lot of young folks. Um, no offense to young people out there that are trying to live their best life, but um, I just, I just feel like most most things can be prevented if I try to get a, target an older group or more like established or more um, like you know just more mature group they might have mm-hmm. to kick it you know kick it have their little fun but they're not gonna go crazy with it mm-hmm. um now I, have i made exceptions yes like I've, I've i've made exceptions with this girl who's coming in with her her family and she's like please it's just me and my cousins and you know like again like if you're if you're open enough to let me know what's going on i'm like okay well these are my house rules you guys think you guys can be able to handle it and she's like yeah we can handle it i let her stay but usually i try to limit um the people that are that are, that are 25 and under to be honest with you as much as possible yeah i would echo that i think going back to your original statement um joseph about that learning curve in the beginning i did rent to under um 25 and it was like nope lesson learned um so now i also only rent to over 25 and if it, they're under 25 they have to have an adult that is over 30 years old mm. um so that's just my caveat but also, I was going to say another thing. So when it comes to me, I'll think about it. 
<laughs> I didn't even know you could um monitor the ages of the people you rent to. There we go. I remember. Um, I so what I do is because I think I agree. Like you know, a lot of people skim over just like contracts people don't read so i think one of the things i do just to cause myself less headache is i just go over the most important things to me for instance i say like smoking is not allowed in the sense of cigarettes you cannot smoke cigarettes so i let them know that um i let them know like just like those things that i want to hone in on that are part of my house rules that are most salient and i think that's important as a airbnb host just so that you alleviate alleviate all that unnecessary drama like don't be don't do like when oh I got you my house room says this so I got you no like let them know like listen don't do this you can do this um and ask those questions I think one of the first questions I ask is how old are you and your guest and as soon as I get that age I say whether I, I accept it or I don't but unfortunately I don't accept that age or okay cool that works then I go to the next question how many guests because that's a big thing. People will say that and then come with a whole bunch of like, no. So I think it's just being like honest and, um, you know, communicate exactly what you want to see so that mm-hmm. it's clear and cookie cutter. Yeah. So y'all don't, y'all don't mess with the instant book. <laughs> uh, I try not to as much as possible. Y'all can go to the hotel. They got more money to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> y'all can How- go. <laughs> How long it was on the longest stay that you guys had? I had somebody stay for like a month. That was easy money right there. And they paid off my whole month, like my mortgage. <laughs> like it was crazy. Same. I had a nurse during COVID um, stay with me for a, a little over a month. And, you know, they got stipends. So it was very, mm-hmm. very well compensated. Yeah. Um, I had my longest stay stayed from October, actually, like two months after I had opened up the Baltimore one to um, February. She, she she checked in October 16th and left February 16th. Yeah. Yeah, On which holiday. was great, though, because it was during, like, my down season. Like, things was not really doing nothing in Baltimore mm-hmm. during that time. Like, I wasn't getting mm-hmm. any inquiries. And she just kept rolling it over. She just kept doing 30-day increments. I said, yeah, sure, 30 days. Yeah, sure, 30 days. Do you, do you offer um, discounts the longer the stay? Um, n- yeah, no, one. <laughs> um, I gave a flat rate. But what I started doing is I started, um, I did a, 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 a um, basically a short-term rental agreement. Mm-hmm. also on top of that because I just felt like I needed something more to protect myself because anytime somebody stays in your place for more than 30 days they can claim residency there in some states and so mm-hmm. you we have especially like tenant friendly states like Maryland is a tenant friendly state mm-hmm. Houston is not but still if somebody's in your place for more than 30 days and they get mail sent to that location they can say like hey I live here and That's so um, I had them do an additional short-term rental lease agreement Stating that this is not your, this is not a long term stay. This is <laughs> this not your house. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like you cannot put things under your name. You can't get mail sent here. If you need mail sent somewhere, it should be sent to a P.O. box or an Amazon mm-hmm. locker or like somewhere where UPS store, like you need to pick it up somewhere, but like you shouldn't be having things being sent to the, to the apartment. Um, and it's just like, it was, it's just an extra measure to protect myself because I just, I'm, I was new one, like I had just started in July and yeah, I wanted the money, but I also didn't want like some foolishness later. <laughs> like I didn't want 
to have to like fight in the court to get my property back after, you know, and she kept, you know, she kept wanting to extend it. I'm like, man, how long is she going to do this for? Mind you, like at one, at, at one point I was like, okay, I'm getting my, I'm getting my coin. I'm getting my money. Um, she's paying it on time. Um, but after a while I got kind of like worried because I'm like, is she ever going to leave though? Because this is, you know, this is an Airbnb property. <laughs> <laughs> But it definitely, I would say, like, just take extra precaution to do things right. Like, don't be so quick to just make the money. Like, a lot of people are pushing, like, six figures with Airbnb, six figures with Airbnb. And, like, listen, that can be possible for you. I'm not saying that it can't be. But if you're only focused on your your your, your bottom line, your dollar, basically, I just wanted to make sure that I, I didn't have a, a case where someone got delusional or forgot that they had first got the property off of Airbnb. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, did, I just made sure that I covered myself by having, you know, um, extra measures. I had her do um, a document, like, you know, those DocuPush, those e-documents that she could sign and I signed and then she signed and then I signed and, uh-huh. you know, get everything, just get everything like in writing because, especially when you're taking things off the platform. Because after a while, she was like, because, you know, they have their fees. Airbnb has their fees that they take out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she was like, do you think we could do this off the platform? I said, um... Right. Okay, uh-uh. okay let me let me send you my contract. Um, so, um, yeah, we just you just got to make sure you don't just like, like yeah, 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 it's 30 days. It's a 30-day book. Let me just get this money. Like, no, mm-hmm. like, you need to make sure that you are covering yourself as much as possible and that you're doing things the right way so that later on you don't have issues with people forgetting that, you know, it was an Airbnb that they first rented, you you know, rented from you. From, so. Yeah. There's definitely um pros and cons to long terms and short terms. Like long terms, you don't got to, well, I don't I'm know how you do it. Like, yeah, like the, um, like the cleaning up and like you don't need to clean up so often. But like, I feel like anything more than 30 days, I start getting worried. Like, do, do you have a place to stay or like, do you, do you have the money for this or like what's going on? Like, I'm tired of seeing your face first of all, but are you, are you staying? Like yeah, all those questions come to my head, but like the longer the stay, the, I guess the, I would say the worse it gets, but like the more like anxious you it get. It can be tricky, right? It can be yeah. tricky because if it's a down season, then you are securing that you're making your 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 margin, exactly. like your, your numbers, mm-hmm. right? But if it's like the rodeo in Houston, like I don't want anybody long-term in the rodeo in March because I can, mm-hmm. you know, I can raise my prices a little bit and yeah. really capitalize on the fact that the rodeo is all month long. Definitely. Right? End of February to March. So you just got to know, like, you know, you just have to kind of know what's happening a little bit and, and go yeah. from there. Yeah, because definitely it's not always about the money. Because like even after thirty days, and I'm tired of seeing your face. I don't even I don't even care about the money. I just I'm tired of seeing you. You you can go. Right. Other than that, <laughs> yeah. And if they're That's not me. that clean, if they're not that oh yeah, clean, like oh yeah, I hate you that. know those yeah. things build up. So then you have to do a deep clean. So you know one thing I did learn though. One thing I did learn is have your cleaner if it's you or if you have a cleaner to go there and do a, a, a cleaning just just a little bit like even if it's once a, once a month or twice mm-hmm. a month while they're there because mm-hmm. then you can kind of like see how they're keeping your place you know what I mean like you could just check mm-hmm. on things a little bit long like a little bit better um because I had somebody who, who stole my coffee maker and, and swapped it yeah. out with a with a fake brand one wow. and I was like what it's not even the same brand like you just took my coffee maker but I didn't you know I, I didn't know 
<laughs> I didn't know until like like three guests in after the long term stay, like a like a thirty day stay, and I'm like, wait, they just took my coffee maker, like. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely did that before when I had my mom. Like on the second week, I sent in my cleaner, and the guests love it. So you know that booster ratings because they think, but it's really to do a check in, like a pulse check, like oh okay everything's good <laughs> like a like a um the all-inclusive hotels when they come knocking on your door to clean take your towels and stuff you're like oh that's nice mm-hmm. but in, in your in your mind you're just having them check on things but like <laughs> they think they're being catered to exactly listen but how, how does that go with like the cleaning fee like you say you just, you send them there more than once so like does that go into the cleaning fee as well or like I just calculate that under like my cost. Um, you know, it's really, my cleaner is amazing. I had it for the enti- entirety. Like I trust her with my life. And mm-hmm. I definitely, like all of last year during COVID, I was just traveling because I was, I'm a teacher. So I was remote. So I was all around the world and she just held it down. But um, yeah, no, I think it's when I count the, the, the pennies and I do the math, it's, it's, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth mm-hmm. it to to have that um, peace of mind and security, mm-hmm. especially since, like I said, I'm living in the apartment um, when I'm not Airbnb in it. So, yeah, it's worth it to me. Yeah, so it's like um, like having a property manager. Like so, like the cleaner has access to the house. They clean up, but like they um, let's say they do all the maintenance and everything. But like they do the majority of the the things that keep your mind at ease. Oh yeah. No, this is yeah. I, I consider Airbnb residual income, especially where I'm at in it, because mm-hmm. I don't do anything. My cleaner yeah. does all the work. Um, if anything, I am, I am technically still doing because I respond to it. Once I get somebody to take that over, then it's literally residual income. But um, yeah, I just can't clean up that the people. So I definitely have a cleaner. That's just my thing. Other, <laughs> people, other people can save money and do the cleaning. I just mm-hmm. really like in the beginning I did it and I said I can't do this. Yeah, I just can't I do this. Do no, I just especially when a guest rows up or something like that. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was I was too cheap to to hire a, a cleaner. Not only that, I just didn't know the knowledge of hiring a cleaner and like adding in the cleaning cost and like stuff like that. But at the same time, like I said, I lived there, so I just did it. Your cleaner is like your number one key player, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like if you're doing Airbnb and you're not trying to clean yourself, you have to really like that's your number one key player. Like my cleaner does runs. She'll mm-hmm. tell me if I'm low on toilet tissue. I'm like, OK, I'm going to send you this. Can you get it for me? It's like, like, you know, what I mean, like they, yeah. they will take care of you if you take care of them. Right. Um, and then um, you have to also like take into consideration, like there are people who want to charge uh, the cleaning fee, whatever they charge, like whatever they pay their cleaner. I, I don't. I I charge a little bit more than what I pay my cleaner, like twenty five to thirty dollars more than what I pay my cleaner, because whatever that money, like whatever the twenty five thirty five dollars like leftover, I use that for when I have to restock the property or if I want to give her a tip. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, I, you know, people don't put that like I, I put my my cleaning fee is a hundred dollars. I give her mm-hmm. seventy five. I keep twenty five, or I give her you know eighty five for a tip or whatever and I keep the rest or she tells me and I say I keep the rest I mean I put it as a as a as a as a reserve. So when she says, Hey, we're out of water or we're out of snacks or we're out of, of you know the little K cups or we're out of this, I can pull from that and not have to come out of like 
the, my, my profit is that part of like my expenses is like she looks at and you say you've been doing this since last year shit <laughs> sound like, <laughs> sound like you've been doing it longer than that um, for me, I actually charge a flat rate of $50, which is below what my cleaner normally gets. However, my property cost is way higher than um, normal because um, I get about my property cost is about $250 to $300 a night. And, and that's only with two guests. So, wow. if you have, so yeah. So if you have additional guests, um, it easily goes up to $350, $450. So I go easy on the cleaning fee because the property i charge more it's like the um when you buy something off of amazon it's like 50 dollars and free shipping like yeah i want that yeah like, exactly. you, you <laughs> 45 dollars and five dollars shipping nah i'm good <laughs> you gotta adhere to the, it's funny because people really operate like that yes it's um, a mind game yeah it is it is but um you know plus my place is the 21st century palace so you get it up-to-date stuff so it's worth mm-hmm. it <laughs> mm-hmm. and you have prime real estate too because i mean new york is you're gonna get that top dollar for sure is it is airbnb okay. easy in new york because like, i know i've been to new york for like um like just visiting and stuff like that and like um there's i know hotels are getting into airbnb it's like you book a airbnb and you, you get a, a hotel room but like um there's not a lot of Airbnbs in New York. I think, is it like something that they're just like starting to roll out more? Because I know like um, Turo is not something that they allow in New York. Like mm-hmm. New York be having their they regulations. So. Right. That's what I was about to hop into. With New York, you have to be very careful. Um, you cannot live in a class A building or um, a class B building. And what that basically means is you're next to like, you cannot live where there's like a, a big mall. So if you've ever been to like the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like you cannot mm-hmm. rent out any of those properties because those are considered class A buildings. That's crazy. Um, so I live in a class C building. So I'm mm-hmm. covered under that stature. Then mm-hmm. there's another one. You have to look at your clause of your lease. My lease says, doesn't say anything against it. So I'm, I'm covered. However, majority of leases in New York City will say you cannot sublet and Mm -hmm. um, like 30 day stays constitutes a subletting. Um, But Mm -hmm. some of them are even more specific where they say you can't Airbnb. Um, (laughs) So that we write, that's where we're at. So it really, I came upon a gemstone to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I was transitioning back from Jacksonville. So that's why it worked for me. But it's very difficult um, just because there's just so much laws and you have to be up to date with the laws because this this goes back to your landlord or whoever. um, And, you know, that's legal, especially if you're making cake. So many loopholes, they trying to keep your money away from you like. They, they just like, like New Yorkers haters. That's why I, I, I prefer to not live in New York because they money hungry and and they expense how they they expensive and money hungry. Like, give me a dollar. Oh. <laughs> give me a dollar, man. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. But you gotta listen. One thing I would say: New New York breeds hustlers. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Hey, that's. I must, yeah, pretty much like I was, um, 
I was born in Chicago, but I was raised in New York. And like, I, I just feel like I got that hustling mentality in me. So like, I'm, I'm pretty sure she feels the same. Like I'm doing, let's see, photography, stocks, um, um, podcast. I have a book out. I do as many things as I can, but also keeping my sanity. The things that I want to do, the things that I like to do and like keep my sanity um manage my time the the way i want it to be so like so i'm saying that I might as well ask you guys how do you manage your guys time well um my time is is uh very busy um so uh on top of airbnb my husband and i do toro we mm-hmm. um, five we have five cars on toro actually Oof. um and then we own property in baltimore we have um nine doors in baltimore three multi-units um we both work full-time and Mm -hmm. we have two little girls so yeah my time is very limited I also do ministry (laughs) um and so my time is very limited um but the the time in the kingdom is current like currency in the kingdom is time and so people think that they have a lot of time or people don't think they have enough time and it's like Mm -hmm. we can always make excuses about time but like this is what we have right and so you just got to figure out how to make the most of what is like what you what you have like what gifting you have and what you can do and so um I my life is very like do 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 this is what I'm doing on Monday this is what I'm doing on Tuesday (laughs) this is what I'm doing on Wednesday um it's very structured uh but because I just don't have a lot of like flex time as much as I would like right now, we're, we're, we're hustling to get that, 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 you know, going back to what you guys were saying, we're hustling to get that freedom. Like I mm-hmm. want to be able to retire and not have to work until I'm 60. But that means that right now during this time in my thirties, I have to really yeah. put in time, um, getting these yeah. things up off the ground so that I can have more time later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I'm, I'm really strong on work-life balance. Um, especially since I'm so young, I'm just like, nope, I'm going to grind, but I'm also going to enjoy. And I think, um, I, I am, I have multiple trades. Um, I do stock. I have my own, um, business with, I'm a traveling bartender at Sipping with Shay. Um, and I think Mm. one of those great things like Airbnb, what I do is also, I leave my business cards. So now I'm like merging my two businesses and getting a two for one special. And ironically, I just also had my last guest that I actually had today. Um, they only stayed for an hour and a half, but it mm. was um, the this um, crew that similar to House Hunters, they mm-hmm. were filming a show and they, they came across my apartment um, on Airbnb. So they decided to reach out and have me do that. Mm. And I definitely left all my sipping with Shay. Um, Come on. Propaganda, baby. <laughs> you know, just because that's now camera, now that's publicity. Now who knows? Someone sees that, oh, who's sipping with Shay? Maybe we need a traveling bartender. So I like mm-hmm. to join them as much as possible. Um, yeah, look at me, even plugging it in here. Come on. But um, I think also as, you know, I also have my salary job. And I think just really finding that balance, it's, it's all about balance for me, um, while also enjoying my 20s. So I think that's a big part and holding right. on to what my core values is and what I want to achieve. Like mm-hmm. I want to be a millionaire by 30. So I'm doing things to get there. And I, and I just also finished my first real estate deal. So 
Nice. Definitely doing some things to get us. Yeah, up. come on. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's it's the time to do it. Don't speak- it's the time to do it before you have kids and stuff. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of real estate, I'm working on using my VA loan to get some property so I can start mm-hmm. renting out and everything. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get like y'all. But like um <laughs> y'all have y'all have like a whiteboard or like a planner? Do y'all use any of that? Mm-mm. No, I have a I have a calendar. I have a calendar that I, that my husband and I we share the calendar, um, mm-hmm. but for the most part, right now it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right now it's okay. <laughs> so, so it's not overwhelming right now. <laughs> not yet. I mean, there are, there are days. There are some times mm-hmm. where it's like I feel like every part is getting like there's a, like a, a problem and we have to solve it. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's a water issue in this this place, and then. This, this is happening in the Airbnb and then one of the cars on Toro, one of the cars on Toro, y'all, got stolen and then we found <laughs> it again. And so, <laughs> and so you know, like sometimes the thing is that like what people don't understand is when you do have um, multiple streams, like Sheila was saying, she has multiple streams, you have multiple streams. I, you know, we, when we have multiple streams, you also have multiple like problems. Like there's different problems mm-hmm, that you are definitely. putting out. Um, and mm-hmm. so you just have to always be like, just ready to to handle those issues as well, and I think um, that's that's what people need to know. Like it's it's good, it's great. I'm seeing a lot more black people really going for it earlier, um, and I think that's awesome. Like that's when you want to do it earlier, when you have the stamina to do it, because there are things that pop off. So mm-hmm. I agree. definitely. And the thing is, like we're all in like grind mode, and like in these different sources of income and like streams of income, whatever. And like my main goal is like, I want to have as many streams of income, but I also want to narrow it down to where like, I'm only thinking about two or three of them. I normally use post-its. Um, post-its are like my best friend. Cause it just like, I place it on my computer and I have my to-do list for the day. Um, and it really just keeps me kind of structural on what I need to accomplish, whether that is work, or like something that I enjoy. So, you know, um, I have a, a video coming out soon that I do in sign language because I'm fluent in sign language. Um, mm. So that's going to be debuting soon um, in sign language. So like, you know, nice. doing things that also fill your bucket. Like that's so important. Um, again, that balance, very big on balance. Yeah. You guys have any interesting um, stories for like any of your, um, your stays? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots. <laughs> right. Let's hear like the one of your best ones. I have a new rule. Okay, go you can't You can't use the tub anymore. You can't fill up the tub. What? Yeah, because someone over flooded the tub oh. and the apartment is on the fifth floor. So Not the, the apartment's the underneath, but down, water damaged. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> one of my new rules is please. Please don't. Well, Airbnb had to pay for it. Okay. <laughs> Airbnb okay. had to pay for it. It was negligence on their end. You went to mm-hmm. sleep with the water running. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so that's, that's a new crazy. rule. And I didn't even know people were taking baths in other people's tubs. Like, I just didn't that's, even that's think that would be a thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I didn't think that would be a thing. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm not taking a bath in nobody's bathtub. But like, okay. So now that's like a new rule. Like, Please don't take a bath. Just use the shower. <laughs> That's crazy, y'all. Um, I think this one 
it was one of it was early on, so I I might take some blame for it. Um, you know, the apartment wasn't as tip top as it is now. Um, you know, being novice and all, but I had a guest who. So one of the, the biggest things. Okay, I live in I live my Airbnb is in Brooklyn. So what I tell guests is I can't control the outside environment. What you're rating me on is what the apartment is and the inside environment. So, um, you know, outside, definitely there was people hanging outside. It's New York. You know, that's part of just the image. Um, and I had a guest that just was not for it. Uh, she left. She called me, left me a voicemail, cussing me out. That was one thing when I said Airbnb, uh, we got to do something about this number. Um, but because she cussed me out, I got to keep her money, even though the apartment probably was not up to par. So she should have got her money back, but because she was cussing me out, I used that, um, to keep the money, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Cause disrespect is not needed. Like regardless. Coming back to your, um, your tub story reminds me of, um, <laughs> be- before I sold my condo, whatever, they did the inspection and everything and like everything was good until like like a week before we closed and it's something that an inspector can't see because I guess the the pipe under the tub was messed up whatever and the people under me started getting water in their apartment whatever but it, it's a good thing that my bathroom went to their bathroom so basically like the water just went into that whatever but like I had to pay for all those damages before closing so that was like one of those last minute um expenses that sucked <laughs> And California is expensive, so I hate. I'm glad I got out of there. Everybody's leaving California. I feel. Yes, please. If you're in California, get out. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just expensive, and like it's like expensive Florida that has like no mosquito. They don't have mosquitoes in um California that I know of. I don't ever came across them, but like it's definitely more drier than Florida. But it, I feel like it's, it's expensive. Yeah, expensive, overpopulated. Mm-hmm. The weather's cool, but well, you can get that up, else. They're messing up Houston's real estate market because all of the, like, the influx of people from California moving into Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like because they have the big tech companies happening in Houston now and the energy companies, and it's messing yeah. up rent. And you know, uh, y'all messing up rent. Rent is going up in Houston. <laughs> are you are you planning? Coming. Are you planning on selling a place if it gets bad, or like and moving to a different location, or like have you ever thought about so, that? Um. My places in Houston, I don't own. Mm-hmm. I, I'm renting them, so, oh, so I don't own them. Okay, that was actually what yeah. I was going to ask as well, because like I know some people use their business name with an LLC mm-hmm. and like sublet an apartment, and then they rent it out for Airbnb. Do you do it that way, or like what's your avenue? So that's so that's dangerous. So so there's a danger to that, right? Because people think like I'm just going to put it in a corporate lease and then I can Airbnb it, and it's like mm-hmm. you can, but that's still illegal. Um, mm-hmm. the only way that it's legal is if the property manager or the landlord knows that that's what you're doing and there's an agreement, an addendum mm-hmm. or a memorandum that has been signed by both of mm-hmm. you stating that that is what you're doing. Right. Uh-huh. And so, um, again, going back to like people really like teaching people false doctrine about Airbnb, like get your LLC, you don't got good credit, get your LLC mm-hmm. and get a corporate lease. And then it's like, what you're telling people to like. That's fraud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. Don't do that because then you can really like mess somebody's situation up. Like now you're getting evicted, and yeah. like now what? Right? What are you gonna do with all that furniture? So how so, do you? 
Oh, go ahead. You pitch it, right? You pitch it. And just to let you know, I'm going to put my plug in like Sheila did. I do teach this. You can go to www.infinitelypaid.com. I teach classes on rental arbitrage and how to get um, property owners to say yes to you getting um, a property with them knowing that you're going to Airbnb it, right? Mm-hmm. Because some people will say yes to you. Um, you just have to let them know. And if they say no, keep it moving. There's like a thousand other apartments. You charge for that? You charge for that class? Oh, do I charge? Um, so the I have a free master class, which is just, mm-hmm. you know, a, a master class mm-hmm. you can hear. But then I do a four-week passive income challenge where you can basically get started with Airbnb and Toro. And that one I do charge. I know that. I'm walking, I'm walking you through this. <laughs> I was actually going to ask, like, um, would you mind giving like a... Like a promo code, I guess, for this podcast to people that's listening? Yeah, paid. P-A-I-D. If you use paid, you can uh-huh. get $100 off of Ooh. your four-week passive income. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. You hear that, <laughs> listeners? Yeah, I got a, a discount. I know Black people love discounts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um yeah, we love. But there's definitely ways to say. There's definitely ways to get people to say yes. Um, mm-hmm. There's definitely people. There's definitely private landlords who are willing to say yes. There's there's people out here that, that will be willing to work with you if you're honest. It's just most of the time, people don't want to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so um, I believe, like in honesty, and I let them know, like, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm going to put it under my business name, but within my business, this is what I want to do. I, I want to put it on these short-term rental platforms or would you be okay with that? Or would you, is that something you would consider? And once you're up, up like upfront, what usually happens is they mm-hmm. want to know more about who you are, what kind of business you're running and they'll consider it. If you sit me down, like, like no, well, let's talk more about it. Like, I know I got you. Right. Because yeah. if it was a no, it was a no, like there's nothing else. I'm not going to sit here and like chase you now. Right. Like it's a no, but yeah. if you say like, Hey, you know, can you come in? Let's talk about it a little bit more then I know that there's a possibility um, for, for me to win you over. And, you know, you're going to get your rent on time. Usually people who do Airbnbs, like, we don't, we don't want to mess up our income, right? Like, she's not trying to mess up your income. You're going to make sure that mm-hmm. your guests keep your property in tip-top shape. And right. so that's going to be better than someone who possibly is a, a long-term tenant who can trash your place or not keep it, you know, well-maintained. And so there are perks to doing it. I just think... Um, People are trying, sometimes people are trying to get it in like forcing it, like just doing it. Like, you know, I saw this one TikTok video that went viral. The girl was like, check out, if you want to get into Airbnb, check out your video. And then first see if there's any security guards outside. If there's no security guards outside, then you, hey, what? Like, girl, Mm-mm. you cannot tell people this stuff because people will go and do it. You mm-hmm. got to tell people like, hey, be honest. Just let them know what you're trying to do. If they don't say, if they say no to you putting in your corporate name, because the entity, they still might let you do, do it under your own name and have a, a, an addendum saying that they're going to allow you to submit it. Right. Because then it really boils down to taxes and stuff on their end. Mm-hmm. As well. so. mm-hmm. My last question I was going to ask is, um, what are you, what is your guys on Ingle with uh, like hosting? This is like something that you want to do for like, long well, say long term but like forever or like pass it down or like what do you guys um see yourself with doing this long term um i think for myself i think at this property like i think i i actually plan on moving um within the next year so definitely and i think it's going to change and like i said new york city there's a lot of 
protocols that you adhere to. But I am looking of uh, buying property in Puerto Rico and doing Airbnb out there. So potentially. To be honest with you, I go back and forth every single month, depending on how my month goes. <laughs> depending on how my month goes, I have, I've been going back and forth. Um, my goal is to get at least five Airbnbs. And um, once I get five, like I'll be good with just trying to like just keep those going. I haven't really made money off my Airbnbs. Like, to be honest with you, because I've just been dumping my profits into, like, getting another unit and then getting that unit going and then using that to then get another unit, right? So I haven't really, like, seen my profit. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, the Toro game, I know we're talking about Airbnb, but the Toro game, to me, is less headache, right? Like, you're, you're, you're swapping out your headache. And mm-hmm. you, um, you're able to see, like, more of a profit margin because your car note or your your lease terms are a lot lower than a, a rent, right? Because some of these properties that I'm I'm renting, so I have to pay my rent, I have to pay my utilities, I have to pay all of the, all of these things before I see my my profit. Um, mm-hmm. One of my properties I own, right? So I get a hundred percent of that that profit. Um, but so I just go back and forth. I don't know. I think you know, I've been um, a couple months. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about the Toro on another episode. I'm gonna ask you if you have time to do another episode to talk about the Toro. Let's see if I can get some other people that do Toro, and we could talk about that too. Because I know I'm a Toro, it really didn't give me a pro- like a big profit as Airbnb. But I feel like it it all varies because like I know certain states or like basically like your credit score, how how big your current notice and your insurance, and then you got the maintenance and the gas and the cleaning. And like all of that um, stuff goes into having a car, so it was really not that big of a profit as it was with Airbnb. But we'll talk about that on another episode. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what Toro is, so I have to uh, listen to that podcast. So it's basically back. Airbnb for cars. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you guys have any book recommendations before we wrap it up? Um, I don't, I don't know if I have a, a necessary like book recommendation. What or I do app. recommend, <laughs> what I do recommend is that mm-hmm. um, if you're interested in doing Airbnb and you want to know how, you can go to www.infinitelypaid.com. <laughs> I'm going to plug that into the description for you. Infinitelypaid.com. And get that in. Um, really and truly, I really, I really believe in networking like this right here. Like I love meeting you, Sheila. I want to get to talk to you more. I love meeting you, Joseph. And really and truly, I find more in like meeting up with people who are like-minded. Um, Mm -hmm. you're not going to always have that in your group of, of, of family members, or if, you know, if you're the first one in your family really doing like passive income or, you know, residual income, like that still might be something new. And so mm-hmm. it's important to like get into circles where people are doing it because then you can be like, oh, I never, a traveling bartender, like, I don't know how to make drinks, but that's dope. Like, you know, I, mm-hmm. so it, it gives you like, it, it keeps you like hungry. Like it keeps you like encouraged mm-hmm. to keep going and to keep like, keep moving forward. Um, and so sometimes get caught up in like watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos, which is, that's great. But like talking to someone in like in the moment and really like getting to pick their brain and network with them, I feel like is invaluable. Like that's where I have like met like some of the dopest people. That's where I have like just been like, oh, aha, I could do that. Like 
I can yeah. get into this. So, you know, I can do that. Like somebody told me like, don't, don't just like, don't just buy one property, but like buy a property with two doors. I'm like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Like, now that's like, that's different, right? Because we're always thinking about like, I want to buy my dream house. And it's like, if I could do it over, I wouldn't even buy my dream house. I would have bought like a multi right off of mm-hmm. that. So I don't know, just like being in circles with people for me. Yeah. Right. And I definitely don't have a book. So I'm going to say, plug my sis in, Kathy, go to that, <laughs> put in that promo code paid. Um, but no, I think, right, like just like dating, is it better to do an app or in person? I think it's like more imper- personable where we have these moments like, you know, this podcast and we're um, talking and we're hearing the real um, and also the unknown and what we do know and what we want to look forward towards. Um, and I think moments like this, like, you know, Kathy, you, Joseph, you doing, we're bridging this network for like people that are young, older, just want to um, get into something that they may not have knowledge about. Um, this is exactly where you need to go. Books, not really my forte, but definitely uh, hearing podcasts or doing things like this, which is like the new kind of initiative where we're moving towards. So we're in a great place um, doing things like this. Um, to get the word out. And yeah, I'm huge on networking. Like I said, I'm intro- extroverted, not introverted. I'm not Joseph, but I'm very <laughs> extroverted. <laughs> so I enjoy the um, social aspect that comes with it. And then you get to see personalities, you get to feel people, you get to read people. And you're like, oh, perfect. You're definitely someone that um, I want to learn from, I want to grow from um, and experience um, whatever I can because we're all trying to get the bag. Period. 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 All right, let me let me clear that up. Um, all right, I'm not really an introvert. I'm more of a, <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a ambivert. You ever heard of that? Ambivert. Yeah, no, like, this so sounds like, made up. No, nah, no, nah, it's, it's ambivert. So like, I'm an extrovert when I when I want to like when it, like I want to say when it benefits me, but like when it's like two people that, like um comfortable with or like I'm an introvert most of the time because I like to observe and everything. So that's that's just me. I'm half and half, but yeah, um, I'm doing this. I'm doing this podcast for basically networking reasons. Cause like, like I was telling um Shaler before you, you came in, I don't think he was in here at the time, but there's always something new to learn. And like people come here, they can listen to what we're talking about and be like, yeah, I want to do that. Or I don't want to do that. And like, it saves them time. And, like, they just move on to the next episode, find out what they want to do. And it just um helps everybody in the long run. So this networking, I appreciate you guys for being here because I know Shayla, you said you put your kids to sleep. I'm not Shayla, I'm sorry. Um, it makes it um, up. <laughs> Kathy, you can't. <laughs> Damn. Like, don't right. think that over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm going to edit this part out. But, um. <laughs> good stuff. That's the good stuff. Now, Kathy, you put your um, kids to sleep and like you said, your, your time is very lucrative, like uh, very, um, tight and you was able to find time to be here so i appreciate that and shayla you got like a million side hustles so the fact that you're able to be here with me definitely i appreciate you both so um before we wrap it up i want you guys to let the listeners know how to find you though on social media great um you all can find me at at sipping with shay s-i-p-p-i-n-w-i-t-h and Shay, like Shay Butter, S-H-E-A. Okay. And for me, you can find me at Infinitely Paid, at Infinitely Paid. 
That's a declaration. Okay, I'm going to be infinitely paid. That's a declaration. Um, but yes, I, yeah, paid. I just really and truly, that's my business page. Um, I just started like trying to open up my personal page, but I haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I might be an introvert like you, Joseph, and not really know it. I'm, I can be very private about my personal life. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> but um I'm trying. I'm trying. My business partner is trying to get me out. And it's not I have a business partner with Infinitely Paid. And she's like, you need to open up your page. You need to do more reels. I'm like, girl, that's just mm-hmm. it'll come. <laughs> but time timing is everything. Like when you feel that the time is right, you'll do it and things will flow as as it should. And like um, you got your website, that's your one-stop shop. Whenever anybody asks how to find you, blah blah blah. Your website, your website, everything is centralized there and it makes everything easier for you. So I got, I got everything on my website. I just don't tell people my website like that. Like you, you, you just, if you pay, if you pay, but like I saw people on my Instagram cause I it got the link to all my other things. So that I just feel like it's easier there, you know? Yeah. But. Well, thank you, Joseph. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Cause this was a definitely um I learned a lot. I learned a couple of things on here. And um I did Airbnb before. So like if I try to do it again, I definitely picked up some tips and learned something new. Appreciate you guys from for teaching me and the listeners. Yay. I know we are listening. Yeah. But yes, mm-hmm. nice meeting you, Kathy. Um nice meeting you as well. I'm gonna send you my I would love your contact information at uh, sure. your Instagram handle i'll put it in the group chat for sure for sure yeah i'm gonna add you right now i'm gonna be right. in new york um actually next month so okay we could do a i like we just said a meet and greet no no meet and greet. <laughs> right, it'll be a meet, uh, another meet and greet look at joseph, right. you see joseph? <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna I'm I'm talk to y'all later but yeah thanks right. for being here again and good night to y'all good night enjoy the weekend you too that about wraps it up. I just want to thank anybody who's still listening. Thank you for still listening. Um, I hope you learned something. Let me know in the comments. Like, subscribe on YouTube. And um, and enjoy this tune by my boy, Sad B. Until next time, peace. I'm on the way Like it's my birthday, so they yelling happy belated happy Niggas popping up that I never knew And they starting to say we related Come. Pulling up in the forum, me and my kids Like, look, mama, we done made it And I know they hate it
Jump around in the crib, lavish The only way we know to live Told them not to hang around them niggas with no drive Tell them to get a lift, I'm way up Like Jesus smoking on the slip, nigga at the end of the bitch I don't have time for the games, nigga I pray for this And it's starting to manifest, man, they like damn Is he ever gonna slow down? I'm on my grind like bad breaks So now nah, dog, not this time, I'm way up And I know I can't sing <laughs> And they thought I wouldn't make I beat the odds yes, sir. yet again. For real. And I just look at you and be like, Man, it's crazy. Now I just sit back and think about what it was. Everybody turn their back. You heard what he said.